A fist away. That's what they say. A fist away. From Can you the hear mic. me? How do I sound? I like, I like how kinda, I sound. Kind of sexy. What's like the shades in the cup of water about? Because I just need, I always, I used to have my tea. I don't have my tea today. Oh my God. For my voice. What's wrong with your voice, Rome? Nothing. I just, I, I, like, I've been getting better with, like, taking care of my throat better. So. Oh, because you a throat baby? Nope. <laughs> You're a throat baby? All right. Let's go. It's on. It's on. And we're back. We are back again, the soapbox baby. I'm Shay Love. I'm Just Rome. And you know, this is what we do. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. So we're still kind of like warming up to our intro, but whatever. Well, if you don't know, you're listening to the soapbox. Um, you know, this is a platform that we get on as two friends. We talk cash shit about any and everything. We share our stories. Always black perspectives and reactions to everyday life that we all experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think right now I feel like everyone's perspective is kind of out there these days, whether you're black, white. We're hearing so much about just I, I feel like everyone's so opinionated these days. I mean, everybody has the gall, as you say back in the day. What is it? The gall. Like, you got the gall to say that? What's that? What does that mean? Um, I don't know if it's like a urban, <laughs> what, what do you call it? Is it the gall? <laughs> like, is it a gall? I don't know. Is it a goal? You, you say you got the gall? You got the gall. Like I've G-U-L-L? never heard that. G-U-L-L? I think so. I've never heard that. Like I've you, never like heard you that. got, like you got some balls. You got some, you know, like you, you, yeah. Look it up. Goal. A long-winded. Oh, that ain't it. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I'll say this: people got the gall to be talking about people going out during a pandemic. Because listen, you can't even post nothing these days without people being like, "Why are you somewhere with a mask? Why are you looking around? Why are you around them people? You're not six feet away." I'm like. This is the phase. The phase is watching. Listen. Heavy. So, honestly, I, I have been shocked um, at the amount of uh, back and forth during the pandemic. What, um, what do you mean back and forth? <laughs> what I mean is I think Donald Trump okay. was on to something. Okay. Either about way. the pandemic. Uh, okay. We all know that there was a pandemic, right? I, I don't think that's debatable, but no, that's not debatable. I think the part that's debatable is people feel like everyone should play their part. Right. So you have people that are like, hey, look, you're not wearing a mask. You could possibly infect other people. I get that. But at the same time, people are dealing with depression. People are battling anxiety. People are dealing with a lot of shit. And if they want to ride to Tulum, if they want to ride to the West Coast, if they want to go to Houston, Atlanta, Leave them alone and maybe stay away from them. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> if we want to be a penny, if I want to get on my soapbox, yeah, you know, I, mean, I think just just leave people alone. Like, granted, I'm low key jealous of people that can travel, pick up and go to Cabo, you know, Puerto Rico. Yeah, but I don't have that luxury. But I don't shame people and I don't I don't make people feel like they can't share that. You don't have the luxury because you don't have the coin, or you don't have the luxury. Please, because you don't baby, have <laughs> I always have the coin. Don't play with me. You just got, got to the coin. Let's Ooh, not talk about it. Not just got, you to, just the got to the coin. You just got to the that new blessing oh i'm just i live in a new city i live in a big city (laughs) Um, the big city the big city but no i I think um what's happening is 
we we lived a year in, into the pandemic. Um, we recognize as a society, and the, and the government has recognized that they don't know what the fuck is going on. They don't know what to do. Um, and they waited a year to figure out they don't know what to do. Um, and, you know, the mask mandate is becoming non-existent. Yeah. We yeah. recently, you know, saw, um, I'm sure you all saw the same um, news that Houston um, governor had announced that the the mandate is over. States are yeah. opening back up 100 um, percent. There is no more mask requirement. There is no more capacity requirement everything's open back up um at this point that's again, scary though it's that's very so scary. it's very scary and i know that it's going to affect a lot of our people um and i'm saying our people because again we're, we're the most affected by it that's what they say that's what they say you know what i mean but it's something about i don't know i mean i haven't looked at the research to really to, to debate this to see it yeah. in its entirety i know you're trying to get me to to take to take my time with this yeah take your but time i don't take know your time. be you know. careful because <laughs> you know people feel like this like like i feel like when we talk about the pandemic or right. mask right. or um you know it, it's almost taking a political side you know right like I, people I how people feel about vaccines like you'd yeah. be surprised in the community of like motherhood when people choose not to vaccine their kids it's yeah. literally like a problem yeah you know people go to war for that and Absolutely. and same thing with masks we're entering in the same space where it's like if you don't believe in masks if you don't believe in social distancing if you don't believe in this virus then you're on the other side and we're on this side so we talk about division in our country we talk mm -hmm. about where we are as far as politics and we've never been so divided than where we are now and we're divided about everything so even when I opened up the show and I talked about everyone has an opinion, yeah. when does an opinion become fatal? Mm. You know, like when is your opinion, even though even though it's your belief, it's your faith, this is this is your uh, you know idea around what's happening. When does it become fatal? Interesting. Because I think everyone's entitled to an opinion, but nowadays we're living in a space where you know. It, it, People feel like it's a right or wrong. So fatal that leads to you're saying like people losing their lives. Yeah, fatal, fatal losing okay. their lives. You know, because okay. if you don't wear a mask and you have the virus, you know, mm -hmm. it's a problem. But when mm -hmm. we look at religion, a lot of people believe different things, mm -hmm. and we say, oh, that's their religion. That's their that's their thought. So mm -hmm. you know, that's what they believe. And even mm -hmm. though I might think it's crazy as hell, mm -hmm. yeah. it's their it's their belief. So why do we care so much about people? wearing masks is it because we feel like people will lose their life if they don't wear a mask or is it because the faith behind it the, the idea behind where america we're coming together and this is how we're going to get the virus well i think that it's it's a it's a i don't want to say it this way but i think it's it's a, a dual approach i think that the mask is basically to protect yourself and to protect other people oh, i course. think that it's a, it's a matter of people wearing the mask to protect themselves um from potential getting the virus now we've heard stories of people wearing masks still getting the virus still being masked up you know and, and these things happening um i think where people are are becoming a little skeptical about is has the mask been effective? Yeah. And I think that's been the conversation that, you know, we're, we're probably getting into more often because we do see people. And again, we don't know if everyone's getting tested. We don't know, you know, all of those these details. But we, we are seeing family, friends, associates party in Atlanta and come back. And, party in Houston and come back. And get um, everybody sick. Possibly. Like your, like your friends. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let me stop. Let me stop. Not your friends. Um, so, friend. so the thing about <laughs> Well, again, you know, I know that you took a trip as well. Where did I take a um, trip to? Again. 
Where? Because I know you took a couple trips as well. You went to L.A., Arizona. You're going to Aspen. Well, again, you're going we, to we open up about Tulum. not shaming. Okay, um, you're right. I don't want you to shame me in my decision making. <laughs> um, but I've also been masked up and I've also taken tests um, and have coming out have you coming out victorious every time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Victory is mine. Victory has been mine with <laughs> with the COVID. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think people are just getting to a point where they're just like, fuck it. You yeah. know what I mean? Honestly, I think that's where we, we're at. We're at a point where we lived our lives in a year of a pandemic which has created depression, created a lot of different yeah. things, which we'll talk about today. Yeah. In some capacity. But I think people are willing to take the risk to enjoy life. People, take the risk. It's the risk versus to, reward. To live. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, our people have been resilient through many th- different things. Oh, for sure. Um, so for them, it's like, OK, like ain't no ain't no coronavirus, ain't no nothing going to stop me from getting the bag or having fun with the bag. Right. And so, speaking of the bag, speaking of the bag. Yeah. What's the tea on Capitol Hill? So I don't I don't know the tea on Capitol Hill, really. I mean, I, I, what, what's going on? You talking about with the STEMI? That's the tea. Does anybody? Does that's anybody the bag know? That's coming. That's the bag that's coming down the line. Is that fourteen hundred? That's what they saying. We'll see. Um, you know, y'all Vice President Camilla Harris um, was able to break the tie for the vote to go up to the House. I believe. I uh, mean, um, because before it was some hating ass Democrats and Republicans. It's, it's, a mess. it's a split. It's a mess. And that's interesting because again, we had this whole conversation about the election, this whole conversation about the need, and the fact that it was a tie. Like a tie of like saying they don't need that money. Yeah, people basically saying open the shit back up. Yeah, that's what it is. Open yeah. it, open it back up, so that we can all get back to living. Come on now, we can't afford to keep. That's what the government is trying to say. They don't want to keep cutting checks. I get it. I get it. Well, so, they still need to cut that check. Cut that they, check. They still need to cut, cut that, that check, check. So we can take one last. Yeah, hoorah. and we can we can stimulate the economy with that check because I'm getting a section. A section that where <laughs> you gonna be? <laughs> cut that You'll check. You get a section. Child, everybody gonna have a section. You gonna need a section out of this bitch At this point, in order to for social distancing. Listen, get a section for even, social distancing. Nobody's even talking about that. That the fact that when we do get out, when we finally do, when we finally are able to party, you're gonna have to have the coin. It's gonna be probably two hundred, three hundred dollars. That's a good like point. Like the inflation on sections is about to be crazy. Yeah. If we talk about the cost rising, that's something that's gonna be it's, crazy. It's the cost for the for the experience. You're gonna pay the cost because it's limited. Look, it may not be. Limited. That's and that's what's happening because of this. I mean, but still, even though you're right, I think that if I was a business owner, if, especially in a space of, of <laughs> people are coming and going, buying food, I'm 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 upping up the ante because yeah. like, y'all been sitting home. Y'all, y'all, hopefully, y'all been saving up y'all dollars. Yeah. Um, if y'all not, that's too bad. But yep. you're gonna have to pay twenty dollars for a mimosa. You have to pay forty two dollars <laughs> for a pork chop and an egg. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Step your coins up. But yeah. I mean, the unfortunate part is we're going to see that there there already has been an inflation on food. Listen, if you guys are grocery shopping right now, as I'm sure you are, it's high. food has changed dramatically, dramatically, uh, dramatically. like dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it, it has. The, the cost yeah. has changed. So we're living now in this space where it's like you got to get to the bag. Like yeah. I, I, I look up to Jay-Z so much. So we know there's a lot Absolutely. of news about what Jay-Z has been doing. Six hundred yep. million in a week. Come on. Sold half Come of uh, what is it? Uh, sold title yep. to the owner of Square. Also, he made moves with his champagne. Uh, uh, Ace of Spades. Yes. And sold it Became to a major partner. In LM I'm not sure. We have to look at okay. that. Okay. Yeah. We'll I just want to be quite that. I just want to be sure. Yeah. But um you know, ma- <laughs> 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 I'm not sure. You're right. But 
you know, he's making major moves and is really on this whole dog eat dog. Like That's a big big tank take little tank. That's big it. shark take little shark. Come on now. And we all have to adopt this mentality. Like, granted, I know capitalism. Oh, my God. Capitalism is dead. Capitalism is a problem of our society, which is so true. But I feel like at this point, there is no other way of life in America. If we're going to live in America, we have to boss up. I mean, we have to boss up. That's been the game. I think that what 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 we're recognizing is that we are trying to become major players in the game, right? Um, even though it's really minor players in the game, but we're trying to become major. And I think that the idea, which you talked about last episode, um, with you know money, power, respect, about you know taking that stimulus money or taking some money, doing stocks, investing, all, all those things are becoming trendy, which is a good trend oh, to, to sure. kind of create wealth um, for for a people who have been dismantled from it people who have been ostracized people who have been uninformed you know like the fact that that's becoming a thing and we have we have been through college right right we've been through college and some of <laughs> our peers yeah our white peers who we went to school with if you went to a, a pwi if not you know understand but again no i'm just saying not like that uh, you were trying to say it like that no i really wasn't i'm just okay, saying like any school you went to absolutely. your peers period some well, of I'm us are more knowledgeable peers, than others right i'm saying the peers of white people when you think about books like rich dad poor dad i have friends who said they read that book in elementary school who, who friends who went read to that in elementary they school. they did a friend of mine who went to private school he went to friend select and he know who he is but again he when he when i was like i'm reading this book and it's so informative to me at 31 years old you're reading like, rich dad poor dad yeah oh you're about to join world ventures <laughs> <laughs> close to <laughs> you're about it. to join 4x for That's sure where you're at. but um but again it's it's <laughs> if, if you ever heard of the book it's a great book I have, but yeah. um but it really is teaching you the fundamentals of money and what it means and how we value it right and how white people value it right um and how we, how much we assign to it right so the fact that if he was able to have access to that book as as a summer reading right Imagine with the culture, the family, the environment that he was brought up in, that having stocks, having retirement funds, having all right. those things are not this 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 task, this project. Um, so for me, it's exciting to see Jay-Z making the moves that he's making. It's exciting right. to see other podcasts like Earn Your Leisure be a, a major platform to discuss financial literacy yeah. um, at a very palatable way for our people yeah. to, to learn about. You know what I mean? No, so I it's think, exciting think, to see that. Yeah, I think it's true. I think we're becoming um, a little bit obsessed with doing better for ourselves. Absolutely. And in particular, when we think about doing better for ourselves, I've seen a shift with being better with our finances and also with mental health. I feel like right. people are becoming more conscious of those things these days. Right. But I think we have to be very careful of um, also understanding people's situation and their finances. Absolutely. For instance, there was a whole debate about uh, would you take $2 million or would you want an 800, 800 credit score? What 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 would you want? Say that, say that again with the coins again. So... <laughs> So the conversation was, do would you rather have two million dollars cash or would you want an eight hundred dollar credit score? Give me that two million. I said eight hundred dollar credit score. An eight hundred credit score. Honestly, what I've learned if you got the money You don't you need the credit. But people are uneducated in finance to where people really debated that a eight hundred dollar credit eight hundred dollar, a eight hundred credit score was essentially 
better than having two million dollars of course because we're thinking about what we can do with the credit right um, and borrow we're thinking bo- about come borrowing on come on now versus come on owning, buying owning owning like right like flipping like our our mindset is so wrapped up in i need the access whereas if you have the two million dollars you can really pave the way for yourself you don't need to ask a bank for money you don't need to have credit cards you don't need to have that now granted credit is great we're gonna have a whole segment about that not today maybe not even next week but we're going to talk about that credit thing because i think there's a lot of uh misinformation out there right but we always want to have cash cash is king so when you get your stimulus i've said it a million times get with some friends and flip that shit that's it like you know what i mean and that's honestly the time i've been on because it's almost like you you would have this money and you're paying debt and that's great you know what i mean but it's like damn how can my money make money money you gotta make like your money how make money. can my money make money and it can't just be to increase my credit score because my credit score is going to fluctuate it's not that it's, <laughs> i mean i know that you had that when you moved up here stop but it's it not stop that. it i, I never know. had a five six that's why we were in that car dealership for three hours no because we're trying to negotiate down <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to I, the back to the subject at hand. Okay, let's let's um, be honest. That's why you have that Jeep, that cheap Jeep. <laughs> okay, so let's not let's not let's not go there today, Jerome. I'm right at your neck. It's Women's History Month, Ooh, and I'm coming right at you. Okay, I like that. I like that, baby. Keep that energy. Keep that energy. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think to that same point, it's important for us to really understand how to make our money make money. You know, what I mean, I don't want to you know go yeah, too far in that. Too much money talk. Too much money talk. Too much money talk. Um, so the other thing I wanted to think about or that I wanted to think about that I was thinking about, too, is the thing that happened with Matthew News. It kind of just came up recently. Um, and there was a lot of like backlash against what he was saying. What you, you think? uh, What did he say? What did he say? So essentially he was on an interview. I'm not sure which platform it may have been (laughs) the Jasmine brand. It may have been one of those, those, those other uh, platforms that have been doing like these interviews with celebrities and stuff. These uh, Zoom interviews. Right. Um, and essentially Mm -hmm. the question was, you know, there has been a lot of comparison for, from Chloe, who is a part of Chloe and Holly. Yeah. Um, to Beyonce. Yeah. And the question was asked to Matthew Knowles and his opinion, like, do you see that comparison? Um, and essentially he was like, they are idiots. They're crazy. He said, like, what idiot would right. compare Come on. Chloe to Beyonce? And she was like, oh, but people have been compared. He said, no, no, no. You didn't answer the question. It's a yes or no question. Right. Who Who is an idiot enough or something like that to uh, compare Chloe to Beyonce? First of all, this is the thing. Matthew has done enough. Okay. Like he's already kind of. Don't they have another sister or something lingering out there Ooh. that they don't kind of acknowledge? That That's your child, Matthew. So so do you compare your child to uh, the rest of the Knowles or do you just Not anyway? Acknowledge. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I think I think it's rude. I think Chloe has been going through a lot. Right. Um, but I think people need to recognize that Chloe is what, 22? Yeah. She's bomb. Yes. She sings. She has the she has the the range to grow vocally. She has the body. You know, she has the look. She got the she body. She has the moves. Mm-hmm. So why not? Why wouldn't people compare her to? You know, Beyonce, when that's literally her mentor. Like, why not? I mean, they've compared Normani. Is that her oh, name? How you, pre- how oh, you pronounce please. her name? Oh, please. They pronounced Normani to Beyonce. Who did Maybe that? her dancing. Who that's why that? they did the, that. The dancing who? <laughs> 
Who? I've, you haven't heard that? No, I've never heard that. Yeah, they were comparing Normani to Beyonce because of how she left that group. What group? Um, five, group she, five, what is it? What is the name of her group? <laughs> I, I, again, we have to do a better job of that. Yeah, uh, I, I can't remember what Harmony, that. Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony? Okay, Fifth Harmony. See, I'll be on And it. so people compare a Fifth Harmony girl to Beyonce? Not a Fifth Harmony girl. They compare uh, Normani's rise to success. Very similar to the beginning of how Beyonce did. Because, oh. again, she stepped out, you know, on... Well, again, they I think Camilla... Well, Camilla was the first one of stuff that I believe. Yeah. I don't really all... follow them that much. <laughs> but I believe it was Camilla that stepped out. Um, and then Normani stepped out afterwards. And, you know, her success was trending. And I'm saying trending meaning, like, the way that Beyonce kind of did her success to, to that same life. I've so, never heard that. I've heard it. I've heard it before. Um, and what song are we saying? Well, I think, again, it's more about the dance. <laughs> Lovely gowns. <laughs> so it was a dance. Um. I'm like, I've never heard that. But For people, real, real I shit. think it's okay to make comparisons to Beyonce. I think a lot of times, you know, we, we do get kind of stuck on Beyonce. Like, oh my God, Beyonce. Like, she's the greatest. But again, you just said that Normani time. ain't, com- you can't compare Normani to her. Normani is not good. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that she's a good dancer. I get that. Okay, whatever. Either way, I think it's okay to make the comparison between Chloe and Beyonce. I think Chloe has the potential to possibly be a great entertainer. Yes. Um she's she's young, she's vibrant, she mm-hmm. she has it. She has the intellect. You know, she does so great in interviews. Both the sisters are amazing. So, mm-hmm. I think Matthew reached a little bit with that statement. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think he was upset at the um, and this is this has kind of been another comparison in a different way and I'll bring it up shortly. I think he was upset at the amount of um, time and and because you gotta think about it, Beyonce twenty two and Chloe at twenty two are different two different oh for sure two different places oh for sure. So it's a matter of thinking about Beyonce's triple threat and I mean triple threat not with the acting but oh. triple threat <laughs> <laughs> triple threat with her Simmer. just being you Simmer. know right 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 I know I don't want the I don't want that beehive on me uh, yeah um, I, I love I, I love the honey but. Uh, <laughs> But no, it's it's um it's it's her being a performer, you know, it's her being a great vocalist and her being a sound businesswoman. So I think like yeah. that has been what has made Beyonce a brand. Beyonce mm-hmm. is an actual brand. Yes, yeah, she is. So Powerhouse. to compare, it's like you you can't you really can't compare. You can say that she's been heavily influenced by Beyonce. Okay, and that's a different type of question that that should have been asked. So I think that the homegirl was definitely did. trying to yeah. trying to spark up something for sure. But I really believe that yes, everyone is influenced by Beyonce. I mean, they made that same comparison that we take out the context of Serena Williams and you know um, Osaka. Yes, like there has been a lot of debate like oh. Osaka, Osaka. Like, she like, hold on, y'all. Like, I could never be Serena. Like, right. she's won too many matches. She's been into too many. Like, I'm inspired by her. I right. played tennis because of her. I think the rhetoric may have been yes. incorrect. Absolutely. I think when we say comparison, we're saying, oh, which one is better than the other? Right. When really, like you said, heavily influenced maybe should have been Absolutely. the right verbiage. Because Absolutely. I think I think Chloe is, is pretty dope. You yeah. Know? I mean, and I think that this kind of leads me into thinking <clears throat> about... Um, you know, uh, I like to call, you know, on th- different things, especially as it relates to like checking up when I'm into health and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of times that Chloe is really suffering from imposter syndrome. Who? Um, Chloe. 
It's suffering from who? Imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. I've seen that floating around the TV. Yeah. So, I mean, even with the whole, like you mentioned, like the body thing, like she was just talking about like how she just thought about like her wanting to express herself because she's never expressed herself in such a way Mm -hmm. that she wanted to show that and share, you know, with everyone. Yeah. Um, But you can sense that, and a lot of us experience the same thing, that that we're not as great as we are. If if I said that right, it sounds grammatically incorrect. But um, we're not as great as, as, as we actually are. Mm-hmm. And Chloe and Holly are super talented. I mean, and like you said, they are growing into themselves. I know it's so crazy because 22 for us was a different one. Oh my gosh, 22. I was probably still wearing little twists in my hair. Not like, I think twist. I had kinky twists at 22. Not a kinky twist. Yeah, like, I like I really didn't know myself. I was just kind of following trends. And you and you followed the trend of getting a kinky twist? Yeah, kinky twists were bomb back then. <laughs> okay. I was bad. Stop <laughs> it. With my little, like, like you know, everything was just like, I want I want the latest stuff. Okay. But at, for her to be her own talent, making her own beats, her feeling compelled to post Absolutely. something like that. And Absolutely. then her, her response and the meaning behind it. That's, I mean, at 22, I would just be like, I'm trying to post this for the niggas. Like, I, that's it. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I would even be in the right mindset to even think about something like that. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> when I think about it, it's it's so interesting because imposter syndrome is something that we hear that's thrown around yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like the words becoming more trendy. It is. Um, but that's I think what I said. That we, I see it all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't think that we really talk about what it, the depths of what it actually really means. Um, I was doing some research um, and, and just kind of thinking about where I've been in my, my space. To your point, like we both... As you guys know, we moved from North Carolina, from Charlotte to Philadelphia. Um, we never really discussed, like, the reason why. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. We, we moved up here because we were really pursuing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the market that we were trying to get closer to was New York. Yeah. Um, and we knew that we had to get closer to New York because we knew that there was more opportunities for us there. Yeah. Um, and that was something that was encouraged for us to do through different executives who said, like, you guys are great, but you're in a bad market. Right. You know, so... Mm-hmm. The imposter syndrome is, is is now, you know, for us, like we would get compared early on to The Read and other podcasts, oh, okay. which I <laughs> would always be like, nah, we different. You know what I mean? But that early comparison was because of the format that we had yeah. and the conversations that we had. So the imposter syndrome for me was like, damn, are we really that good? Can we right. really compete? Right. And But we have people who are like, we love the show. We listen to this show and The Read and mm-hmm. the show. So the fact that we're a part of those same conversations made me feel like, damn, like, we really good. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times I don't really, even in my personal life, I know yeah. like professionally, I used to struggle with that as well. Like, am I really going to to apply for this role? And it wasn't until Shayla was like, I think you'd be great at this position. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, damn, maybe I am. Like, maybe I can do that. You know what I mean? So we're so busy being comfortable in not, I don't want to call it complacency, but just being comfortable in what we know. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to challenge that because you're afraid of what that result may look like. Exactly. Exactly. I think we're also comfortable with doubting ourselves. Mm, like it, sure. it's more comfortable to sit where you are and do the day to day than to reach for something else and be let down. Yeah. So in, in my particular situation, um, as you know, I, I well, you know, but you know, I, I work for a company for mm-hmm. a very long time mm-hmm. um, when I entered into this company I was about 23 years old I work in the finance industry so being black and being a woman in the finance industry is something very rare 
entered in and um, immediately I began to seek after leadership opportunities. I uh, had the opportunity to speak to senior leaders. I had the opportunity to fly up to Philadelphia when I was in North Carolina and speak to uh, leaders about different projects and things like that. My trajectory was great, you know? Come on, And then when one situation happened, that really derailed like a my scandal whole, no not a scandal but more so of me standing up for myself mm. and me saying hey i actually can do this hey i i think i would be great for this role uh it, it wasn't received well you know right. as you know corporate america is tough right it's, it's 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 some of the harsh places you'll ever be to me you know but in that i i sat in the same position for almost five years doubting myself getting into the day-to-day just not even having the 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 drive to 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 move to something else because i was constantly doubting my abilities until one day you know the opportunity came about to move to uh philly yeah and i'm like you know if i move to philly i need to you know make a little bit more coin you know absolutely absolutely so i said you know if i get this new opportunity and i i told just wrong like if i get this new opportunity i'm moving to philly he said no you're not no you're not if you yeah let me tell y'all i said that girl ain't going nowhere she's staying in north carolina He was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I was like, I promise. If I can get this new position, I make a little bit more money. I'm coming to Philly and we're going to do the thing, right? I get the job. Very unheard of. Not many black people in the role. Not many women in the role. Got the job. Moved up to Philly. And then I experienced that doubt again. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. dealing with co-workers Mm -hmm. managers that were again making me feel like i was doubting myself Mm -hmm. i had that imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. until recently i stepped out again come on now left that company and moved into something else and now i'm constantly receiving praises i'm constantly receiving that that you're you're so great at what you do my manager tells me all the time you know i love that little southern accent thing that you do whenever you're trying to charm people i love it Whereas you can sit in one place and you're so comfortable, you don't even realize your abilities. Right. So I'm I'm thankful for you talking about the imposter syndrome because I think a lot of times we can just sit and doubt our abilities. But at this point, we don't have time for it. No. So I encourage everyone to yeah. take that leap. We people talk about it all the time, but just do it. You know right. what I mean? Just do it. Absolutely. So you know, as as your resident counselor for the checkup, I'm going to write a prescription to just have fucking fun like just have fun enjoy your life yeah um and and don't think too much about it because people see the greatness in you people see right. the greatness in what you're what how do i describe it like it's, it's almost like people see something in you that you don't see in yourself oh for sure and and when you're applying for different positions or starting a new business or whatever that may look like yeah there is someone who may see something in you that gives you that opportunity that chance because again they they know what what it means to to, to give that yeah um, they can see it in you they can see it Plain in you simple. you know what i mean and and what's real is real um and, and that's really you know i wanted to touch on that because i think when we talk about chloe like we don't really talk about new artists in, in such a way that they how they experience 
comparison especially women and black women like there's always like beyonce has been the standard yeah for such a long time that's like even like when we talked about little kim and it can be not like the standard yeah so how do how do i find my own place how right. do i find where i can be successful and when i have a following and i can do my own like how, how do i what does that look like what does that look like yeah and also you know? how do i not feel threatened by people who have already made it absolutely how do i not look and see greatness in someone else and not doubt myself wow that's because real. a lot of times we'll see somebody doing something and you're like, I, I can never do that. So you begin to doubt your own abilities, even though it's something you're passionate about, even though it's something, you know, you have the skill and the ability to conquer. Mm. But because you see someone else being great, you doubt yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's tough. that's it's tough. Yeah. But and, and social media makes it really hard now. It really does. Yeah. But yeah. you have to move constantly. Move your feet. Like I always think about, you know, the hustle, the grind. Like I think mm -hmm. I think a lot of us we use that term like, oh, I'm hustling. But you know, until I became a mother, you know, I, I, I know what hustling is now. Uh because I'm I'm constantly doing something in for someone else you know what i mean wow. but if you have that same hustle about yourself like constantly you're sitting you're researching businesses you're you're diving into you know your passions if it's if it's gardening if it's freaking making hot dogs if it's freaking you know making deer meat whatever it may be and i say <laughs> all these things i must be hungry um slightly but <laughs> but you know whatever it may it be the hot dog for me, <laughs> Ain't not like a good hot dog, okay? Ain't not like a good hot dog. Listen, with that snap Woo. and that crackle. Come on now. With, with that little coleslaw. Little bag of chip on the side for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that was so random. But whatever it may be, you know, go, run, run towards it. Run. Have the hustle. Have the have the giddy up. You know, like like that, like, like you, you, you yeah, have that giddy up about it because it, no one else is going to do it. And sitting on the couch and thinking about it and doubting yourself is not going to is not going to do it either. So, you know, get the giddy up about like the that. hot dog, about the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> get the giddy up. You know what I said the other day? I was like, y'all really not eating hot dogs these days? Like y'all don't y'all y'all too good for hot dogs now. I don't care. People, you know, <laughs> I, I have a friend Danielle. I'm putting you in the spot. She don't like me eating them hot dogs. <laughs> but I would love a damn hot dog. A decent Watson beef. Oh my god. All beef, hundred percent beef. I don't know what's in it, but give me them nitrates. <laughs> okay. I love a good little hot dog. Speaking of nitrates, yeah. you know, we might have to have like a little sneaky link mm. like a little sneaky link because you know you get you get uh ostracized for what i'm about to say right okay now. i mean but not really because you're outside like no, a little cookout a, like a no, little barbecue no like a little sneaky link to make mcdonald's oh i don't know about that for like that, you're going too far for that new chicken sandwich it looked kind of good <sighs> I've, I've heard mixed reviews about it i mean it it, it, it does it look looks good. tasty um but i'm not it something about i, I can't I, I can't eat McDonald's. Filet. I'm gonna be honest. I yeah, don't. I, I can't eat do that fish no fillet. I can't do no that fish fillet. No, yeah. that fish fillet. That two for six fish fillet. Two for give six. Me that. You get two of them. Two for six, babe. Oh wow. And a dollar <laughs> drink. So go ahead, have it <laughs> your way. <laughs> have it your way. <laughs> <laughs> With the high C orange on the side. They discontinued it, babe. No, they brought it back. They did. Yes. 
is. Oh, I so didn't you haven't gotten a two for six lately. No, I had a two for six, but I didn't get that. I don't get my drinks from there. I usually just get my my little sandwich and I'll be good with my little water in the car or something like that. You got to have a balance. Be yeah, a like a little have a water with McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's though. I will say. Well, you had a fish fillet. No, I haven't had a fish fillet since I was pregnant. Really? I haven't. Wow. I, I haven't been eating um, McDonald's, but I know we're kind of talking about food. But Wendy's breakfast. Oh, come on. That's look, another conversation. Look, look. Stop playing yourself. Get that Wendy's breakfast. If you're still into nitrates, get your Wendy's breakfast. <laughs> It'll pop off real quick. <laughs> but yeah, good show. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to impart that. I think it was important for me to talk about that. Um, I know that I've I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it, um, and I wanted to kind of paint the picture a little bit deeper today about the conversation. That was good. No, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. So. As always, our you one can liner, our one liner. Oh, well, you, we got to bring it back. We got to bring that back. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if we did it last show, I but think I think did. people That's like the one liner. The, the one what? The one liner. Okay. The one line, one line. Well, give us the one liner for the day, baby, because I gave, I, I gave, I gave a good prescription. I think, I think, based off of everything that we've discussed today, I think that um, one thing that you should take away today is get to the bag, have a giddy up about yourself. And make sure you're having fun while doing it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at yep. The Soapbox. Yep. And um, also, you can follow me, Shay Love, mm-hmm. at Shay, S-H-A-I dot L-U-V. And you can also follow me, your boy, Just Rome. My God. What is this, trade voice? Just Rome. I am the trade. Are I'm the you? trade of trades, baby. A the trade real of, trade. Like, like the official? The official trade. The inaugural? The inaugural trade. The flagship? Flagship, baby. Goodbye. Just Rome, J-U-S-R-O-M-E, one, two. You can also follow me on Twitter <laughs> as well. Same handle. And Shay Love, your it's Twitter Nijah handle. Nijah Nijah N-A-I-J-A-R-E-A-L. All right. And as always, guys, continue the conversation. Yep. We love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, your perspectives, all that good stuff. Keep talking, keep having great discussions, and we out. Audi.